that actually nicking myself while manscaping is more fun than this fucking game. Just to throw that out there. And you know how hard it is to nick something that small. So... Do you miss going to the video store, acid wash, jeans, and MTV with music? I know we do. Welcome to Mike and Anthony's Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Antoine. Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry's the fucking lie. Huckleberry. (laughs) Bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond, during which we will play the game and we'll open up the six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a few generic scenes as well. And at the end of the show, we will rate the movie 1 to 24 cans. One can is probably getting shot in the back while you're playing pool. (laughs) I'm just thinking that that might be. That was rough. And 24 cans is probably spending some time in that opium den and then having that actress chick like be there in the outfit she was wearing by the OK Corral. You know, maybe I don't know. Like yeah. Well, or I mean, or having somebody make you smoke cigarettes while they're giving you a blowjob and pouring liquor down your throat or whatever <laughs> else you did. Oh, whatever. Whatever happened there. But before we get to all that, we want to let you know a few things. One of them is we want to hear from you and the best way to do it. And I'm glad people are starting to do it. Anthony is going to tell you that best way right now. Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, Yes, go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. And in that review, let us know what you would like us to review. And we will pretty much probably maybe for sure, like, totally do it. (laughs) Probably for sure, maybe. Yeah. Like, totally do it. And... And he's right. We will do it, and it'll pretty much be the next thing we can fit into our list. We we try to do it the next thing, but, you know, sometimes life gets in the way. Maybe I go on vacation, and we have to record a few early. That type of thing happens. Right. So then when I get back, we or throw yours in there somewhere. Like I have to shave my balls that evening. So Whoa! Hey. Stuff happens. So I'm saying Manscaping. Be shit damned. Comes shit comes up. You got to take hey. care of your shit. And don't forget to go to our website. And I hope I've updated it at least by the time this comes out. But, you know, hey, check it out. Use the portal there. People have. You can send us suggestions through there. Doesn't mean we'll do it. Doesn't mean we will. But uh, but you can send them there. And that's fine. We prefer you to go to, like he said. So there we go. All right. Are we ready for the trailer? I think we are. All right. Let's play it. It was a place where a man could start over, where a fortune could be made. They say every town has a story. Tombstone has a legend. Who is he? That's Wider. Better name for himself as a peace officer. I heard of you. I'm retired. You must be Doc Holliday. You retired too? Not me. I'm in my prime. Hollywood Pictures presents... The only real law around here is the Cowboys. The story of Wyatt Earp. 
The first time in our lives we got a chance to stop wandering and finally be a family. Now, this is trouble we don't need. If we're gonna have a future in this town, it's gotta have some law and order. What do you want, Ringo? I want your blood. I want your soul. I want them both right now. They shot your brother. Now the time has come for justice. Guess maybe you better swear me in. And he has to live up to his reputation. You got a fight coming. I'll be there! One last time. None of your problem, Doc. You don't have to mix up in this. That is a hell of a thing for you to say to me. In a battle. The last charge of wired up and his immortals. At the OK Corral. Oh my god. The West would never forget. Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Dana Delaney, Powers Booth, Michael Bean, Bill Paxton, Jason Priestley, Sam Elliott, and Charlton Heston. You tell him I'm coming, and hell's coming with me! Justice is coming to Tombstone. All right, there's your trailer, Anthony. So you know what that means. You know what time it is? It's for you to actually give us the numbers. Go ahead. All right, I'm going to do it. (laughs) And here's our breakdown by the numbers. And pardon me, I sound like jack shit right now because I am sick as fuck. He doesn't look better, any better. We either, don't by the way. cancel podcasts. So here we go. Directed by George P. Cosmetos. And is that correct? Cosmetos? I'd have to look. I, I didn't Cos- look at the. Nick Mentos. Cosmetos, maybe. Cosmetos. And Kevin Jar or Jarre. I don't fucking know how to pronounce these names, but those are the guys. And starring Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Michael Bean, Powers Booth, Robert Michael Burke, Bean. Michael Bean. Bean, Bean, Tomato, Tomato, Fuckhole. Powers Booth, Robert Burke, Dana Delaney, Sam Elliott, Stephen Lang, Joanna Pacula, Bill Paxton, Jason Priestley, Michael Rooker, John Tenney, and Billy Zane, the asshole from Titanic, along with Charlton Heston. Tombstone <laughs> was released on December 24th, 1993, taking in $73.2 million at the box office against a $25 million budget. It scores 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb and 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, George George P. Cosmatos, which I find is an interesting guy that to, to direct this because you know what movies he directed uh, that were pretty big in the action world before this. Um, big Trouble in Little China. No, Rambo: First Blood Part Two. You know the one that everyone thinks of when they think of Rambo, not First Blood. You know, right? No one thinks of the original down on his luck Vietnam guy. They always think of the guy with the bow and arrow blowing up, you know, Soviet choppers. And that's your first blood part too. And he did Cobra, another Sylvester oh, Stallone. Cobra, holy shit. <laughs> so, well, wow. you know, it's, it's strange that he did those movies and then does this. This is like, I don't understand how that happened, but it did. All right. Well, that's going to be interesting then as we get into this. It will be. It will be. Are you ready for the most fun and entertaining thing in the world? Yeah, but since we can't do that, let's play the game. Oh, what an asshole, people. What an asshole. 
He knows this is the most fun part of his day. It's the game. And you know what the game is. The game is where I am going to read this loser three reviews. Two of them are real. One of them is fake, which I made up. And he just has to guess which one that is. And you too can guess along. And you can let us know, maybe in our in your review, just like you request a movie. Say, and I knew you were did this. You could say you were right. I don't care. I hope I'll- you do realize that actually nicking myself while manscaping is more fun than this fucking game. Just to throw that out there. And you know how hard it is to nick something that small. So Ooh. let's get it going. <laughs> are you ready, man? I'm not talking to you anymore. Play your okay. game. Maybe I'll fucking answer. All right, Doug Stevens, Los Angeles Daily News. The movie is solidly entertaining. Val Kilmer's performance, however, was exquisite. Larry Carroll, counting down. Most of the movie is above average, but Val Kilmer's performance is what makes it a must-see. Coke Smithy. Or not Coke Smithy. (laughs) I can't read my fucking writing. I just want cocaine, people. That's what that means. Yeah, you do. It's Cole Smithy. ColeSmithy.com. Dated and flawed, but super cool for Val Kilmer's brilliant performance as Doc Holliday. Read the second one again. Larry Carroll counting down. Most of the movie is above average, but Val Kilmer's performance is what makes it a must-see. And the third one? Cole Smithy, not Coke. ColeSmithy.com. Dated and flawed, but super cool for Val Kilmer's brilliant performance as Doc Holliday. I really don't know. <clears throat> I'm going to say the second one. And why is that? Because I <clears throat> feel like it's, I just feel like it's fake review. Okay. And if I told you you were wrong, what would be your second choice? I don't have a coin to flip, so I don't fucking know. He's a loser again, people, but the let's third, see if we can I'll make him a winner. I'll say the third one because you were laughing about cocaine. Okay. He's a loser twice. All right, then. Good deal. <laughs> Because Doug Stevens, also the a character, the, a character on Speed, played by Alan Ruck, the annoying tourist, and Speed on the bus. But you probably don't know his name. I mean, that's you don't, yeah, it's on the IMDb. He's an annoying asshole tourist. You it should have been, but he had a name movie. on it. He actually had a fucking name. Isn't that weird? He actually has a name for his character in that. I don't even remember it ever being used, though. I don't know. That's uh, he may have. If they may have uh, at some point, you know how it is. It's like how much did uh, um, did uh, Winston get? But again, even if they did, they would never have used his last name. So that's why it's stupid when you're pulling out fucking names that aren't said in the movie. But I'm gonna say one thing that I, I don't think people know is like we just did Ghostbusters, and I don't th- know if I mentioned it, but how much did Winston get paid to be a Ghostbuster? He says it once in the whole movie, like twenty bucks. No, $11,500 a year. That's how much. It's pretty bad. (laughs) So I'm just saying, it's said once. So it can be said once and that's all that matters. But if the last name's not said in the movie, whatever. But what we're on is Tombstone. And this movie to me is a classic. And I'm going to say it right up front. I think it is probably the last great Western that was made. Because Unforgiven was before that, but that was slow and plotting. Hate that. I know I hate a slow movie. It's a little slow. It's slower than this one. And I know how you probably think this is slow. So Unforgiven and all those other movies, you know, uh, Desperado with uh, what's his name in it? uh, Mm -hmm. Costner, Kevin Costner. 
you know, those movies came out, but those were a little earlier. I think this is the last one because the Magnificent Seven with Chris Pratt and a few others, it was it, it was it's a remake of something. It wasn't new, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and then Django Unchained, I wouldn't call that a western. I'd call it a southern, right? Like it had elements of that, but it was more of like a, a deep south movie, you know. Right. Uh, than that. So yeah. So this to me is the last great western. It's funny you say that that you mentioned that one because <clears throat> I was actually thinking with this movie, it's like really wonder what Tombstone would have been like if Tarantino could have gotten his hands on it. I'm not. You know what? I won't say that it couldn't be better. I I don't know how it would affect it. Um, Val Kilmer's performance because he was amazing. So we, we got to think. You got to think. Oh yeah, don't even made that. that even more amazing. That's the question. I don't know. It's pretty damn good. I think I think Doc Holliday would have killed a lot more people and it'd been bloodier. Probably, <laughs> I think that that would have been cool. That would have been cool. Yep. But I don't know if we were ready for that because uh, this came out about the same time as uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So so I don't know that we were ready as a country for <laughs> that bloody of a western. Although the the they were pretty spaghetti westerns are kind of bloody. Anyways, I guess over in Italy, like the the Italian made ones. Yeah, I'm just saying like, I'm just going to throw this out there right now, too. When I say I wonder, excuse me, you know, it's also like who else could have directed this? Because especially after you told me the guy directed this did like fucking Cobra and Rambo. (laughs) One of my problems with this movie now, I actually and I had never seen Tombstone before. You know this. Yeah. Partly because just Westerns weren't my thing. Yeah. And my sister growing up, here's the deal. My sister loved the shit out of this movie, but she was a self-proclaimed hick with her friend. And I was in my rap phase. I want nothing to do with anything. So this didn't hit you right at the time. I didn't want anything to do with anything she liked anyways. But, you know, I'm watching it and I got to say it. What was weird for me is like, I'm watching this and I'm like, this is actually pretty damn good through a lot of it. But then there's also parts of it where I'm like, I'm like, if I turn this on right now, I would think it's a made for TV Western. I'll give you that. You know what I mean? I'm like, like Bill Paxton doesn't bring the heat. Like like see, I like Bill Paxton. You don't, but that's fine. No, I just think that, uh, I, I think there's a lot more they could have done with it with how they shot it. That's all. It's like, well, I would say, you know what it reminds me of that we're going over the overview here. It reminds me of, uh, and I know you're going to hate this, so just just bear with me here. Fast and Furious 6, how it had multiple endings. This kind of had multiple endings because you had the first ending where the the Earps are, you know, leaving, and then you have the ending where Wyatt comes back, right? Like, you get two endings. You get the sad one, then you get the, oh, fuck yeah one, you know? So, so I'd say more like Clue. Yeah. Or it could have happened this way. No, no, it, it's funny though. I don't, I don't like Clue that much. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, fuck you. Okay. Although in that review, uh, uh, that we had a review that someone requested a movie, and I think they mentioned Clue in there, so they liked the fact that we talked oh, about. Oh, there it. you go. <laughs> and I feel bad because I probably shit all over this movie they love. I, but hey, it is what it is. It's a goddamn great film, Clue. Yeah, you know I shit on it, right? Because you're an idiot. Okay, there you go. I had shit on it. I mean, I gave it a little bit above average, I believe. Um, You're a fucking idiot. Just whatever. Anyways, Tombstone, I'm just yeah. saying I, I, I'm i with you pretty much. But I think as a as for what it is, 
Now, I'm going to say this right off the bat. This is while this has historical figures, it is not 100 historical accurate. These people existed. Right. A lot of them, all of them did. But did they exist the way this is exactly? And all that? No, I don't. So don't don't think that if we like something, we like it for its accuracy. We are entertained by it. That's remember, I'm entertained by the story, whether it's real or not. I would have enjoyed this. Right. And I mean, anytime you do something like this uh, uh, historically based film, you're going to have to embellish on some things. You you may have, you to, have to because you have you're to make making it a fucking movie out of, movie out of it. And so I'm going to say this too. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to throw my generic in <clears throat> right okay. now. As I phrased it to my wife, who did not take kindly to me saying this, the self-proclaimed whore that shows up to town to catch a dick. Now, wow. I further explained oh, to her it, uh, my yeah. reasoning behind this, though. Well, okay, so <clears throat> here's why I do got to give her credit for telling me don't say that. Because then but her, you did. Because then her exact words were, don't say something that's going to make you sound like Josephine Mike. Marcus, Dana Delaney's character. Yes. She specifically said, don't say something that's going to make you sound like Mike. So. Oh, wow. I can understand that. But no. And I told her, it's so it's not that, it's. You know, literally she shows up. Ooh, get me a piece of that. Basically, as soon as she gets off the damn carriage. And then she knows he's married. You know, she bumps into him on their horses and essentially is letting him know she's DTF. Well, well, to be fair, and and I'm just going to throw this out there. um, We're a little ahead of ourselves here, but he does say that mare is in heat. Like, and I think he's... He's like, I think he kind of came on with weird, like, come I, on, horse talk. No, he was talking about the fucking horse. Yeah, but I think in his own way, that was like a weird ass come on. I don't. Oh, I think oh you know, okay. I think <laughs> he's saying, I'm trying not to get my horse pregnant. You think he's an oblivious asshole that just... Uh, I need this horse. I don't got time for it to be having babies. I, these horses can't be fucking. Yes. <laughs> but let's go over there in the bushes and have a picnic. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I want to we brought the picnic blanket too. What the fuck? She she had a plan. You know she had this shit with her. Like you said, she's she is doing a thing, but I don't know if it's exactly she, you know, uh, I yeah. don't think she came to town looking for a dick, but she found she saw she thought, she, the, she saw something she liked yeah, and I'm she was going for. Yeah. It. Okay. Got it. And don't and I'd say that she's a woman and she's empowered to do that. Why can't a man do it? Yeah, why no, can't a woman? Now here's do it? the thing. And you know, my wife kind of alluded to that to that. You know, it's like why can't my point with this was like, you know, if that's gonna happen, fine. But can I get like a little bit more backstory or something to like explain what the fuck's really going on here? Cause I never get that. No, yeah, it just it's animal magnetism. It's like and it's, then a- it's like He's got a wife, but then she's fucking gone all of a sudden, and we don't even get what the hell happened to her. Well, we know what happened. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, but this, but this, I want to talk about the beginning of this movie, because I think what's great about it is it opens up with a few scenes, and one of them is the, the massacre of the Mexican wedding of the people who were... Yep. Uh, yes. Did you hit your button and next... I saw your picture go. Up. I bumped it. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck it. Why do I see your name? But I'm no, they had the mass. I'm, I'm struggling here. Stuff's he's gonna str- happen. He's, 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 he's hitting buttons. Buttons are gonna get pushed. 
<laughs> but no, they, they show the massacre and they show them taking the the wife and killing and shooting the guy. Every, it was it was it very, let us know cowboys are bad. Very kill Bill. Very very much. But it, but you know it gave us the bad guys right away. And then I will say it did give us Doc Holliday in a scene not too long after that stabbing that guy at the card game. Yeah. Um, so we kind of got what he was about too in that particular instance. Like, oh, he, well, you know, he's good, but he's, you know. He's not to be fucked with. Yeah, don't fuck with his money or whatever that chick was that was with him. She wasn't. But I love the name that they call him throughout the movie, Lunger, because of his lung issue. Um, yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of mean. Uh, yeah, that's like a slight. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're going to fucking die. Ha ha ha, Lunger. <laughs> gotta fucking die oh but yeah but yeah that's what i say i love how it opens i love i love uh not the, i don't like massacres okay i don't want to be, <laughs> but well, while they're tastefully done yeah i love a tastefully done massacre scene um but no it would just i just enjoy like seeing where we stand and then you know that just rolls right into them going to the city and that's one of the things i thought that they they act like that city is so jumping, but really what the fuck was there to do there? As much as there is to do anywhere that fucking point of the existence I mean, of earth. You could drink, gamble, you could, you can fucking, you can mine. I think yeah. that's it. <laughs> well, this is before internet and cell phones. So what the fuck else are you going to do? There was, people, even have a, there was even game boys back then. Most people didn't read. Right. <laughs> so, and most didn't play an instrument. But I guess they do go to the theater. That was, they did do that. <laughs> so, yes, you're either a minor, a criminal, a sheriff, or a fucking magician. Those were your choices back then. Yeah, speaking of the sheriff, I'm going to throw out a generic here. This movie, I'll, but, but it's generic for what it is, but I'm going to say that I think this movie points it out more than it is what it is. And the generic was the no no, no partisan anti Chinese league, like the totally racist things that he belonged to, to try and keep the town the way he wanted it. Yeah. But I think I think that's a generic more about that character. I think it pointed out those things. I don't think the movie was those things. I guess the best way of saying it. Yeah. Like I, I like the movie's not itself is it's more of a like it just reminds you you know people a lot of people have this whitewashed version of the old West of all, oh, you know, cowboys going around, right. Ta- but they don't realize the racism and the shit that actually was going on the whole time. Oh, guess what? That hasn't changed. People no. still don't realize that today, but, it, but you know, in the wild West, uh, you know, it was more against native Americans and the Chinese uh, because they helped build railroads and the Irish to some degree helped build railroads and things. Um, so that's why it's like, it, it, it it's really ugly. You know, it's really, uh, it you know, doesn't matter. We just don't like other people. It seems in our history, <laughs> if you don't look like us or talk like us, we're going to treat you like shit. That's and, what it seemed like. And it didn't matter what coast you were on. And uh, look at all the progress we've made today. Yes, that's so true. But I want to get to this and I want to get to this. I love the concept that they talk about where they want to open up shops and, you know, do things. Because the number one business that I've heard that is great to make money in is not mining. It's mining the miners. Like, the miners always need shit. They always need food. They always need equipment. 
the best person to to mine your money from is the guy who wants to go out and look for more. Like, oh yeah, you want to go out? Here's a shovel. That'll be thirty dollars. <laughs> you know, that's that to me is that's the best business you can be in that's if you're in a corporate mining America. Team. What the fuck? Yeah, but a lot of people are always like, well, I want to go out and find the gold when really you don't need to. You can sit back, bring a bunch of supplies, and sell them to that guy trying to look for gold, and he'll be poor because he'll never find it. But you'll have a stack of cash because, eh. Look, that's how you that's how you become successful at anything. You learn how to own other people. That's really bad phrasing. <laughs> but it's true. Managers, yeah. CEOs, pimps, they all do it. Pimp. <laughs> that reminds me of the movie later on. He'll buff your pimp heart out or whatever. But uh, I want to talk about the first thing we get is uh, one of my favorite scenes is when and I'm going to give a six pack here in a moment, but but it was when uh, uh, Kurt Russell goes into the Oriental, and who do we have but Fat Billy Bob Thornton? Oh, shit, dealing Fat Billy. This isn't like the the one you see now. You look oh, no. at that guy, you might not know who it is. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. I forgot that he was in this like, movie. Crackhead, skinny girl, Billy Bob Thornton. This is no. This isn't Goliath. This is Chunk. <laughs> this is when he still ate carbohydrates <laughs> so so my six pack is also that but not that part <clears throat> what is it it's twofold actually first just the uh are you gonna do something or just stand there and bleed okay and i have this i have the six awesome. pack skin that smoke wagon and see what happens yes. that's one of my favorite lines yes. but the other thing that i love about that scene so much is immediately i was thinking kurt russell went straight up dalton at the oriental and cleaned it up faster than the double deuce. Yeah. And who's his brother? Roadhouse. And who's yeah. his brother? Sam fucking Elliot. And <laughs> it right is. then I'm like, okay, we got something here. We got Roadhouse. But no, but more onto that, the follow-up to that scene is my favorite too, when they're sitting there talking and and Doc Holliday, you know, says, Johnny Tyler, what are you doing with that shotgun? Yeah. And, and then, and then later on, they tell him you may go, but leave the shotgun. <laughs> Ballsy. Ballsy. That just shows you have to have a rep. Like, Doc Holliday has a rep, and then Wyatt Earp has a rep. Right. You know. And also just... so shows a lot of times it's just easier to smack the bully in the face because they're pussies. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I would say this movie is like really three pieces, or is it four? Because we got the part where... Leading up to the OK Corral, which is where we're at now, where they're in town. They think they're having a good time, but then they start having some issues. Then we have the part where there's the OK Corral and a little bit of war. And then the brothers get hurt. And then we have the the reckoning, the the revenge or not revenge, reckoning. Um, but as of right now, we're still in the feel good times. And one of my right. favorite things was when your favorite person did her little act. She did her Faust. Did you like that? Did you like the the deal with the devil? Would you make a deal with the devil? I'm sure I have many times. When you're sitting on the toilet and had spicy food? Oh, that's for sure, yes. <laughs> I swear everything to him at that point. If you'll just take the heat away. Do anything you want me to do. <laughs> but no. Go away. But what I like is later on, because I, I... The thing is, people watch that, you know, people... When they watched shows back then, we're not as critical thinkers, I think, as we are now. 
And sometimes they might look at that and be a little scared by it because they still had the belief in magical thinking a little more than we do now. Well, it's because they were also drinking a lot of really bad alcohol back then, too. Yeah, some bad hooch. You know, where are they getting their bourbon, right? Oh, God. (laughs) So, yeah, it's probably scary scary to watch that. But later on, when they get back to the Oriental and, you know, the they're there and Wyatt ignores her, as he said he would do. But that's not the scene I like. I have a six pack here. And, you know, all my six packs are probably going to be Val Kilmer, right? Because he's the shit in this movie. And I like it when um, when Earp is dealing the, the yeah. Pharaoh game and Curly Bill comes up. And I heard you retired. And then the one guy says, what about you? He says, oh, I'm in my prime. That is like one of my favorite lines in that movie. Not me. I'm in my prime, you know. And I love the whole Latin argument and should I hate him? Oh, I, you know, like yes. I, I, I think I think that is great. But the gunplay, mm-hmm. being had to train for that, like oh, to yeah. be able yeah. to do that shit. But what's funny is, you know how hard he probably worked on doing that shit, throwing that gun around and then all Val Kilmer has to do to make you famous in this role is take a little cup. A little cup. And and fucking <laughs> twiddle mm. it with his finger. And that's all you heard back then. I'm surprised you never knew about that scene. Uh-uh. No. <sighs> Sorry, man. I was listening to Snoop Dogg. What can I tell you? Uh, well, you can do two things at once. Yo. I can. I just... Um, but it... Certain things. That wasn't yeah. one of them. And you never watched that scene before? No. How was it when you first saw it? What did you think of that? Oh, I, I thought it was I thought it was great. And you never see it's now like you know why awesome. I like this movie, right? It's now you're awesome. like you're like, oh, okay. Um, okay. I'll give you <clears throat> one of my Val Kilmer six packs. All right. I have two guns, one for each of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have two guns, one for each of you. Yeah, well that's a well, he has so many lines in this. He did. And they're great. And I want to. I want to go to a. I want to go to a, a six pack that goes along with yours here in a second. Okay. But first, I want to talk about generic, because before we get to that, because there is, you know, Erp has his wife, and and I sometimes wonder if she needed to be in the movie, honestly. But I get it. I get why it, it, it created some tension. But she obviously. I mean, we knew she had an opium issue, and he keeps asking her about, "Is that the Lou bottle that Lou gave you?" And, but you know what remind me of is, is like when you watch that is how how much that parallels today's problem with it, right? She probably did start taking that for Additionally, a yeah. And then then all of a sudden she needed it because some people are predisposed to that. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel bad because there's nothing that it's hard to help them. You know, sometimes they got to hit bottom on their own. And I, don't, I think Wyatt didn't know how to handle it. I don't know if he knew what he had. You know, I really felt bad for both of them. That's why he decided his place was better served to go run off with a gypsy fucking actress. Actually, a wealthy. Yes, which we have no idea until later. Yeah, but your but your line, I have two for the uh, both of you. Isn't that uh, when uh, Ike Clanton, or is that is that? Oh no, that was later on. Okay, I'm thinking of when uh, Bill Curly Bill gets really high and goes out in the street and kills the 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 yeah, bear uh-uh. yeah no. okay yeah 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 okay that's not what he does too for the both of you yeah this okay. was in the daytime but i'm gonna give you for that scene though i do have a six pack when when uh wider puts his gun on 
Ike Clanton's head and, and says, I'll put, make a canoe out of your head before they'll get to me. And he, and he knows he's serious. Like, it's kind of strange. Uh, oh, some yeah. people just have that effect that people just know they're serious. And and I believe, he'll do it. Yep. He'll do Back it. Yeah, he he's going to do it. He ain't kidding. He's not, he's not joking this time, guys. I'm pretty sure he's serious. So I got, and this is like jumping way later, but I do have a question because this is something that's kind of bugs me about this whole era. Just later with, um, which I know we'll touch on this here a little bit, um, but I need to throw it out now. With Doc Holliday, the final co- confrontation. When you're in a gunfight with another dude and you're the only two fuckers there and there's no witnesses and nobody else around, why are you waiting for somebody to draw? Why don't you just draw first and shoot the fucker and be done? Because they are both so fast that they're trying to react on what the other one is doing. And Doc Holliday is just a little bit faster. And okay, so, so your thing is once they move, it's over. Then why it's, didn't it's you gonna just be fucking over. hide behind the tree till he got there and shoot his ass? Well, there's some honor in it. There's a little yeah, bit that's of honor. That's what I'm saying. Honor... Back then, that gets you killed. <laughs> but I want to talk about this. So after we have the the mayor getting killed and some of these other things happening, and I, I know this is going to touch on a political... Well, what, you know what? I don't give a fuck. It yeah, it's very timely. Little, very timely, isn't it? Timely with what's going on in this country. Well, it, I, don't know, I don't care when we release this. It would be timely, right? Mm-hmm. But what do you think would happen right now to all the morons out there that would cry because... People are just getting shot all the time and they say, you know what? We can't stop the people, but we can. The only thing we can do is let you not have guns, right? Like, like these people now would probably cry if an ordinance was passed in a town and they took away all their guns and said, you couldn't have them out there. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it seems so strange that that the, the logical step isn't the one they want. Like it, it's weird to like, I'm watching this and like, you know, you're trying to think back. Like if you lived in that time, I'm like, first of all, you're living in a town with like a hundred fucking people. Okay. Yeah. This isn't like fucking like Chicago. Never mind. Bad, bad example. If I'm talking about guns in the city, sorry. It ain't like it's Sandusky, Ohio. How about that? Yes. It's like, how do you even establish order? It's like, because somebody says they're the sheriff, but it's like, we got as many or more guns than you do. You just wonder like how many, like, it makes me wonder how long it took for a lot of like places to get settled and developed before like people just sh- fucking shot each other to death. Well, and, you know what I mean? That's what, well, Wyatt Earp's legend is because of what he did right. in Dodge city. And he did that. He made a pl- civilized, a town that was just lawlessness and, 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 to, and he did his job and he just wanted to retire, right? So we have a, a, a an example of a guy who did that and it was really so hard he didn't want to fucking do it again. And But, you know, as fate would have it, you move to a, a boom town yep. where it's ran by a, a, a criminal organization pretty much. So that sucks. <laughs> it, just, buttons. It, it just sucks. Now, but that all leads up to the OK Corral, right? Because they put the one guy in jail... And and all that, and then they say, "Well, you got a fight coming." And then they tell them, and they go over there. But it's legendary, you know, the OK Corral. I know you've heard of this before. This, right? Yes. Okay. But it's, okay. 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 I was like, I was like, this is like pretty legendary. But as legendary as it is, it was actually really fast. 
Like it went quick. It even goes quick in the movie when you yeah. think about it. Like it, it is really quick. It's just like 30 seconds and people are dead. <laughs> you know, shit's happening. And and this well, movie I mean, when they're sitting there 10 feet apart from each other, yeah, it, it shouldn't take that long. No, but but it you know, it what people don't understand is accuracy under pressure is different than shooting a target at your local range. You you are not accurate. That's why that's why I don't want people having guns all the time in public. Yeah, but I think them like this is something you've done your whole life, basically. So well, they have right. That's why they lived a lifestyle that would made it necessary because back then it was the wild west. We didn't have supermarkets nor police force or military that was ever hanging around making sure everything's okay. We didn't have fucking string cheese. It was primitive times. It was primitive times. That's correct. I mean, you'd be lucky to get yeah no no uh, no pizza rolls. No hot fuck. pockets, no fucking no, fuck. no fruit roll-ups. But that shit. It wasn't hundred percent accurate, but the one thing they did really pretty accurate is when they're walking up, you see the fire in the background that looked pretty cool behind them. That really did happen. That really did happen. So so there you go. Uh but one of my th- favorite things that happens, it's not a six pack, but one of my favorite things that happens after this, I know it's kind of morbid, is seeing the cowboys walk down the street all like dandied up in their coffins. They have the glass thing. So you can see their like blushed faces and their outfits. It's, it's weird as shit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why people would want that. I, 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 it's weird to be like made up like a girl when you're dead, a clown girl, whatever. A clown girl. Yes. A clown girl, a clown, a girl, whatever. I don't think there's anything wrong with being made up. Maybe, maybe in their will, it said, I want to be a girl. I always wanted to be a girl. So I don't know if it's a dying wish. I, I, I'd rather just make me look like an old school marm. Don't make me look like a hooker. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Don't make me look like a hooker. I want to, you know, I want to throw a generic out. I don't know when we see it, but I have a generic here. I just don't know when I saw it. The split mustache the guy had, you know, where you yeah. have a little, that's no matter what, it doesn't look good on anyone, no matter what time it is. Oh, you mean like the, with like no hair in the middle split? Yeah. Yeah. Like he had just the, the, the a oh, piece yeah, of hair yeah, that. on the sides of his lip, uh, on the sides. The Fu Manchu. Not even a Fu Manchu. It was right, just but, right here. Yeah. Like, like if you, if you look at your mouth and right over the corners of it, there's just a little bit of hair. Yeah. Like maybe, if you were to shave in the center. Reverse, maybe, reverse Hitler. Maybe he reverse. had Joe Dirt syndrome, and that's the only way it grew. Yeah, that's a reverse Hitler. A little bit excessive. It goes a little All farther out. All trashy but. like that. <laughs> but after this uh, funeral and everything, though, we get Johnny Ringo a little liquored up in the street. Yeah. And feeling himself a little. And, I le- and this is when we get the first meetup between him and Doc, where it could have gone somewhere, right? Because I love, like you said, Doc, you said the line earlier, I'm your Huckleberry. You know, he comes out and Doc's like, I'll, I'll play for blood. You know, I'll play for blood, motherfucker. Yeah. Shit I love it. Real. Shit gets real, man. And, I mean, and you it's just, like, you know, it, fucking hindsight, should have just done it then. Could have probably saved a lot of true death and pain in the ass later. I, I would say you're right. I mean, it, it, it it would have been, it would have saved us. It would have saved a lot of shit. It would, it would have saved, but it's not 
in in real life, I don't think it happened that way. So I'm guessing that uh, it had to have a little bit more to it than that. Yeah, because then, I mean, the movie's over. You need more runtime. Yeah. And I want to say a couple things. Old time medicine sucks because, you know, after they come at the the Earps, they have to, they're talking about cutting off what's his name's arm, his, his brother's arm. Yeah. And, uh, and Morgan gets shoot, shot in the back and you knew he was a goner because, and he's going to die because, you know, they can't fix anything back then without leeches and whatever. And they didn't have any, it looked like. So <laughs> that wasn't happening. But I do love now, see, I almost could tolerate Bill Paxton in this role. Okay. And, but I, and I love his, his last words when he's, when he's like, you know what I see? I can't see a damn thing. <laughs> you know, I love that. Those are some good last words. And those are real though. Those are real last words, I guess. That that's yeah. amazing. That that's that's <laughs> I can't see a damn thing. Which probably means he really couldn't see. I'm I'm guessing. I don't know that, you know, like his eyes quit working. Right. Well, the right nerve got hit. Or, you know, just your brain shutting down. I mean, I'm guessing it's like a computer. Not all the systems shut down at one time, you know. One thing's gotta go, then another thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And your body's trying to make it to where you feel the best as they shut down. And it's going to shoot you with shit to make you feel better as right. it kills you. <laughs> so eyesight or, goes. Yeah. Hearing goes. Can't get an erection. Death. So, so this, that's the first, that, but that's the first part of this movie is done, right? Like we're done. We're now, or actually the first two parts of the movie are done. So we've gone through the, hey, we've moved in phase. And now we've gone through the, oh shit, we've got conflict phase and people are died and gotten hurt. But now we're into the phase of the movie that's the fun phase, I think. And that's the uh, the uh, reckoning phase. What do you think of the reckoning phase? That's the fun phase because he turns his hat backwards and goes over the top. Too bad that guy didn't like direct that movie, right? No shit. <laughs> he put his bandana on. <laughs> just like great? Just to see him turn his Stetson backwards. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I love it. Cause he, cause he gets uh what's his name? He says, tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me. Like he, you know, he, he's like, I'm, I'm in it, like, man. I'm back. Tiger got out of the cage. Yeah. But, but I'll say we get one of the great montages because of that. We get all those kill scenes. And and whatnot, like the yeah. the op was a when did that one happen? I think that might happen a little bit. The opium one where he thinks the gun is a they it's like they just killed. They were indiscriminate. I would have to say they probably I did a lot of. Agree with that, yes. So yeah, but I have a generic here on one scene, and that's when Curly Bill gets the group in a crossfire. Yeah. And Kurt Russell's character just says, no, no, and goes out and kills Curly Bill and kills a bunch of other people. I I personally, that's a generic to me because I think he probably should have died there instead of being Cowboy Jesus. Like, like I don't think, you know what I mean? Like, it's better for the story they live, but re- in reality, with Crossfire and all those people, do you think that everyone well, would just turn and shot at him? You just, you just said a minute ago, those types of gunfights, people don't have good aim. Well, no, they don't. Because so. those uh, pistols are hard to shoot. People don't understand that right. so their accuracy the is only like on 10, 15 feet, you know? Pick a side of the fence and stay on it. Well, but 
But if everybody shoots in the same direction, the odds are going to hit a target, get a little higher than if one guy does it. Well, yeah, that. That's my point. I would think that if I saw the leader go out there and go, oh, shit, he's out there. Dude, dude, dude. You know, like, like, why wouldn't that happen? Like, I don't know. Because they were stupid cowboys. That, you know, it's generic to me because I, the believability of it, not because I didn't like it. I thought it was a good scene. Right. But the believability. You know, horror movie, fucking run out the damn door. Don't fucking go walking into the closet, you dumbass. Call the police. Like, the things you should do, you just don't do them. Like, he could have, they could have maybe done it a different way where he didn't walk out in the water, you know. But I guess they wanted to, they give Doc the line later on, you know, maybe he's down by the river walking on water. Like, maybe the the script wanted to be a little more, have that kind of imagery in it. I, yeah. I, I can only think that. Because that's the only thing. And that's when Doc tells him, that, no, make no mistake, this is not revenge, it's a reckoning. And it is, those are two different things. They're not the same thing, a reckoning and revenge. Reckoning is judgment. Revenge is not judgment. I looked it up. Good job. I, I reckon <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I reckon did the right I'll thing there. <laughs> but I really have a problem with one thing. And this isn't a generic. Well, I guess it could be a generic. I didn't mark it as one. Hmm is why do people keep relying on Ike? Like, they tell Ike, go do this, go do, follow them here, go do this there. Like, and even Curly Bill, after what's-his-name, tells Ike to go do a thing. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, even Johnny Ringo gave him important orders. That's what I was trying to say. He, why do they keep asking this guy? Because he he is, he's a pussy. He's like a guy who, once you get him cornered, he he runs and says, I didn't do it. But then, you know, he's really big when you're not around, you know? Like, why is this? Well, they don't, maybe they just don't know. Really? They don't know that he's failed every time? Even at the OK Corral, he was a piece of shit. Well, maybe he talks a good game and he's got good excuses. But they like Ike. What are you going to do? Okay. What can you do? Now, Doc is a little bit sicker, uh, is kind of sick, so they go to that ranch, Henry Hooker's Ranch. Yes, they go to the Hooker's Ranch. Where it sounds like a magical place where the lady is at because the one guy got shot and that's sad. Jason Priestley's character, who obviously was the gay man in this movie, had a thing for that actor. And when they killed him, is yeah. when he finally realized they were using him and and they didn't care for him. Like that. That's what got me about that. I I didn't bring it up earlier, but that character, why in the hell did he ever care about them? That's what I don't understand. A uh, Billy, Billy, yeah, Billy, the character Billy. Like they they treat him like shit the whole movie, but somehow he got Stockholm with that shit. Like he was in, like he was okay with it. Well, what? what's what's his other options? I don't know. Just ignore them and just have a job and do it. He wanted to be part of the plastics. Oh, you're saying that those <laughs> the plastics? Even in the old he's one of the heathers, he's one he's of the heathers. How to find your click? Yeah, he's one of the heathers, man. Oh, you're a fucking problem. <laughs> yeah. But but that's why I just say, you know, and because of that, that's why they're at that ranch and Wyatt got to see her again. You know, it's kind of sad. The horses were thirsty. And did you what did you think about the one guy's body being drugged behind the horse to get his attention? Well, I, that'll get your attention. Yeah. Okay. Effective? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if you saw my body being drug up and someone said you got to quit the podcast, you'd be like, 
Okay. <laughs> no more. You would see no a champagne bottle pop out of my hand so fast. Well, I'd be dead. Half pour, of me would be there. I'd pour some out for you. Oh, yes. Like like in uh, The Spy Who Shagged Me, which we're going to be doing. This one's for me. This one's for my home. For my homies. <laughs> now, I, I'm going to go into what happens next. So Johnny Ringo challenges Wyatt Earp to a fight, and Wyatt yeah. knows he can't win. I would think so. And him and Doc have a moment. And so here's where I have my real problem with this movie. Okay. Now it's my now the thing is it's also my six pack. Okay. But, but uh, because my real problem I've ever had watching this movie was how did Doc beat Wyatt Earp to Johnny Ringo? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if if Wyatt had already left, what path did Wyatt take that Doc could just beat him there? You think about it this way. First, we don't know how far away this was. That it was at the you know top of the hill or whatever the hell. He said we said where, but I don't meet me on Blueberry Hill. Yeah, we so, wouldn't know what it is. You know, we wouldn't understand it. Yeah. If you think about it, depending on the terrain, if they're you know taken, well, first of all, I don't know if Doc even took a horse there. Maybe he just found a different path that you could hoof it. Yeah. So you know they're also. The other thing too is like from, cause I don't know if like from the time when he left doc, was he going yeah. straight there? Because it was supposed to be at seven o'clock. Yeah. 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 You're right. So maybe, so maybe doc took a there shortcut. Was, there was time in between, like he didn't necessarily go heading that way at that time. You know what I, I mean? There, there could have been some leeway in between. Okay. I just always thought there was a, that could have been a hole. I mean, you kind of assume that the way it shot. Yeah. It's like, he's going, you know, that's the next thing yeah. happening. But obviously my six pack is that scene because it's when Johnny Ringo says, I didn't think you'd show. And he goes, I'm your Huckleberry. Johnny Ringo looks like someone just done walked over your grave. Yeah. <laughs> That's some good shit. And, he, and my thing is we started a game we never got to finish. And he's like, I'm joking. I was just kidding. I wasn't. <laughs> it's like, fuck. That was some good back and forth right there for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene is probably the what got him nominated for the Oscar. And the cup scene. I think well, everything. The whole fucking the whole movie he was that he was the parts he was in. Yeah. But I love that. I like you're no daisy at all. And and I like earlier when he was talking to White, he's talking about yeah, big black hole, he's trying to fill it. I think Mm -hmm. he's kind of talking about himself too. Like that's why he does so much drinking and right. card playing and doing all this Blow things jobs. trying to be fulfilled and can't find fulfillment you know yeah. um he goes about it different than johnny ringo johnny ringo just tries to kill people straight up you know with his fast hands but you know we saw how fast it was i always wondered why people didn't draw like doc does because he really just pulls up and just goes like that like he he just pulls back on the gun and aims it up in his right head. not Pull he doesn't out. do the from the side and do a whole movement. You know, he doesn't pull out. I'll just say that. Yeah, because I always thought the from the side thing was because if you ever watch people do, there are quick draw competitions, but they don't care about accuracy as much. Like they, but they, the they're more too. about the speed. Like that's point blank where they were at. But like if you're like you know in an actual shootout, you do twenty the, paces. You do the hip thing. Your aim's going to be for shit. Yeah, yeah. So there's yeah, yeah. you know. 
quicker. I always wonder why people didn't turn to the side when they were in 20 paces away. That that makes your target like half yeah, as much. The target. Unless you're me, because I'm kind of rotund. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. You just, if you're the same size you know, every way you turn years. around, it's like, fuck. Damn. <laughs> you need you you just need the Marty McFly bulletproof vest. That's what you need. I'll go with that. I'll yeah. go with that. I'll, I'll I'll do the fistful of dollars or whatever it was. I want to say this about this movie is I like this Western because it moves way faster than those Clint Eastwood ones. Those bore me. I used to like the outlaw Josie Wells. Thought it was a great movie. But then once you see Tombstone, it's hard to go back and watch those older ones. Yeah. Depends on, my... It depends on what you're into, I guess, with Westerns. Because I feel like I think a lot of people that watch Westerns, they like the storytelling aspect of it. And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was going on at the time and that kind of thing. Where They like the way life is settled into into the movie and right. like to see the, the nuance. And other people it. want the Rambo version. The Magnificent Seven. <laughs> now, I want to say the finishing montage was pretty cool. Again, once again, you know, the last ride, killing them all. Although, I, I still think, because they, they show Ike throwing his red sash away and they, he lives. That fucker lives. Why didn't they just kill him? He's been a, a great consternation for them. I think they just feel like let nature take take its course with him. It's going to happen the way it's supposed to when it's supposed to. Yeah. You yeah. just got to believe in karma, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree. I'll agree. Okay. It's like not even worth the trouble at this point. Now, the, the end of this movie, um, I have a six-pack. I have a lot of six packs. I probably did my own six pack. Oh, you actually. did more than that. Yeah. You're, you're working on a solid case right now. And that's when Wyatt visits doc in the hospital. Yeah. And the sanatorium is what they called them, but it, it wasn't a mental thing. It was a health thing. I like what doc says to him. He says, there's no normal life. Wyatt. There's just life. Isn't, isn't that not a truer phrase has been said than that? Um, really, I mean, there's no normal, and because it's funny, I was watching something else, and they were like, you know, you'll have a chance. I, I wish I could just live a normal life. Someone said, and I was like, what? What life is normal? What you the know? hell is a normal life? Yeah, for, for your normal is different than someone else's. It's hey, just, I got a six pack from that whole moment too. Yeah, that also very much reinforces that sentiment. What is it? All I ever wanted was my. First love, my first oh. cousin. <laughs> yeah, well, back then that was normal. So I, I that's but then, no, there's no such thing as normal. Remember, it's just yeah. life. It ain't normal, right. <laughs> right? It was. It's not normal now. I'll give you that. <laughs> if we call something normal, but uh, but you know his true last his true last words were, "This is funny." Yeah, uh, because of uh, his his foot, his feet were outside of that blanket. And he thought that was funny. His feet were not able to be covered by the blanket in real life. That was his last words. Yeah. I thought that was, uh, I thought that was interesting. Like that would be an interesting last words. That, well, this is funny. This is funny. <laughs> but I do have one last generic. I want to give on this. Gave a lot and of those it, too. What? I said you gave a lot of those too. Well, I believe if I like a movie, I got to point out it's warts as much as I point out the things I really love about it. And one of the warts of a movie like this, and 
and it is um it's normal but there is kind of a general whitewashing of the movie like i said earlier there's a little bit of like they've they've mentioned some of those racist things and all that but you didn't see a lot of diversity in the movie yeah uh the only people that got massacred and slaughtered were mexicans <laughs> i mean just saying i just thought it was a little bit whitewashed good movie Good movie, but just like everything in history, it seems well, we can't can't not do it. I think that's has probably more to do with the fact of who you're trying to market this movie to. Oh yeah, white Especially the fact that you're doing Hicks. that and people <laughs> that love the teen heartthrobs you put in this movie as well that want to go see True. it. Jason Priestley's in it or Iceman's in it. Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Heart throb. Kurt Russell. <laughs> Kurt Russell. Yeah, I mean, this had a great cast. When you think about the cast in this, amazing. So as I'm saying, like, I think concessions had to probably be made. I mean, when you think about it, you have Billy Bob Thornton, an Oscar winner in this movie. <laughs> For 30 seconds. Hey, doesn't matter. He That's played a good role. That's what I'm saying. He played a good role. So that's it. That's his movie in a nutshell. It's Anthony's favorite part of the of the podcast, though. Memorabilia. What do you got going? What do you want? Same as you, Doc Holliday's Little Cup. Yeah, Doc Holliday's Cup is an obvious one. It I is. would say if you're going to go for a second one, it would be his guns. Just to have a, his pair of guns on the wall. I'll tell you. So I actually was going to say that for a backup one. Only because I was like, I'm not a gun person at fucking all. But I'm like, of any movie to have a gun from, that would probably be a cool one. But I also, two other things that that I think would be cool would either be the badge. Yeah, that he had, that that Wyatt gave him. Yeah, or the book. Yeah. The book he gave him. That would be nice, yeah. That would be cool too. Yeah, there's some there's some cool there's some cool items. Or the elixir bottle with opium. Uh, you just want to lick the no, the empty bottle, you numb nuts. Uh, you want to lick the residue. That's no, that's okay. no thank you. I did not want to go down whatever road she was going down. No, yeah, but no, I'm thinking you're the cup. Everybody wants the cup. If we both had to have something, like I said, I'll take the backup item, which is his guns, and put them up on my wall. You know, that'd be nice. Yeah, I would really like that. I would. I'd really enjoy that. So, that's it, man. You want to rate it, or do you want me to rate it first? You to rate it first? This is your jam. I'll let you go first. Okay. So, I know I talked about this not being 100% accurate, and in the end, I am very happy they didn't do it 100% accurate. Because if you do, a lot of time it makes it a little more lame, it's slow, you know, they don't Hollywood it up, and that's what I want. I want a movie that is compelling. So, they made this movie compelling. And it had a great cast. Um, Val Kilmer was masterful. And in my opinion, and I was going to ask you this, I think it's his best role ever. In my opinion, even better than Iceman. I think he acts this one better. Uh, Jim Morrison of The Doors, I think is close because he became Jim Morrison. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't know. This to me is his best role. Man. Honestly, best acted role. You got to... I know he even but, goes to a festival in Tombstone and signs movie copies and I know, but oh I know I saw that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking though, 
what you call it? Oh, the spy movie. Are you talking to the saint? No, or not the spy movie, the spoof movie that he's in. Top Secret? Yeah. That's okay, no. <laughs> okay, okay, he's not serious, people. Okay, I was not. But, and he made, in my opinion, it's his best role ever. Uh, and it, I, it very well might be. And, and, and he made this movie. Everyone else in this was good. They're pretty good. Kurt Russell's pretty good at his character. Sam Elliott, I mean, dude's made to be a Western star. Without a doubt. I mean, he's in the, the Big Lebowski and he plays a Western guy in a movie that's not a Western. What the fuck? So, <laughs> so yeah, but but uh, but uh, Doc Holliday, that was exquisite. And I wanted to give this movie 24 cans. Okay. But you have to pull back a little bit because while I like it, it's not accurate. You got to pull like at least one can off there because, you know, a little bit of whitewashing. Um, these pro- these are probably some racist piece of shits, all of them, when you think about it, because this is back then. They all probably hated Chinese people and were pieces of shit, and we didn't get any of that language, so whitewashed a little. And so it, and so I'm. Then I gave an, another minus one just because I just felt like it. I guess I, I don't know why. Okay. So I gave it a total of twenty two cans. Twenty two. I think this is the best western I've seen in my life, other than Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I don't know. Back to the Future Three. I mean, that's not considered to me a. What did I score back to the future? Well, considering it's funny because like I'm watching this and I told you the, the actress that I did have some issues that she's just kind of there and doesn't give a fuck. I, I, as I'm watching this, it was like, she kind of reminds me of Clara, but just dumber. I, I don't know. I don't think that that. in a lot of ways. Well, yeah, because Claire is a teacher. She's an actress and just cares about having a good time. So I'll give you that. I meant just in the ways of life, dumber. So no, let, all right. So here's my thoughts. Like I said earlier, um, there's a lot about this movie I really did enjoy. The acting was fantastic overall. But like I said earlier, the things I had issues with were, like I said it goes from like, it just seems like at times really good to made for TV Western where I'm like, I don't know if you were almost purposely trying to do that with this movie or what the hell was going on with it. But there's stuff where I'm like a lot of it, like you could have made to me. I know you love this movie. Like you could have made this an epic, epic fucking movie. After watching, I'm like, there's a lot you could have done that. I mean, it would have just appealed to fucking everybody. So, you know, that's something for me. The other thing, like I said, and when you mentioned, which is funny because one of the biggest problems I have with it is the whole love connection story, like the whole arc of it. There was none. Like what the fuck actually happened? And that's true to life where you said before. We didn't even talk about that. How he ends up with the girl at the end. Right. And when you you said before, because we don't ever know what fucking happens with his wife. And that's true in history. Like, but when you even said before with the movie, like, you're glad that they changed some stuff for yeah. the, sake of the movie. That's something where I felt like they should have added or changed something for the sake of the movie. And they didn't. So I'm like, okay, so what the fuck is the deal here? Yeah. What happened to his wife? What the fuck? I went home and live with relatives and probably died of opium. Shows up. Right. Are we just left to assume like, is she the fucking briefcase from Pulp Fiction? What the fuck? Hey, well, no, here's what I want to like. Uh, we didn't talk about this earlier, but I think something, I think his wife died and that's why he went and found Josephine later in the movie. But again, how about just, you know, we didn't get in, that. I get that. But, but I think that's the assumption we're supposed to make that she's no longer with him. 
Right. Well, what is? Okay, so basically at that point, if that's the assumption, that means that she's okay being sloppy seconds. It's like, well, she's dead Obviously, now, so she already was. I don't think I ever questioned the fact that she didn't mind being the sloppy seconds. All right, so I'm telling you, again, this is just for me overall. Now, I, I would give it a 16, but that to me is a solid 16 because, like I said, there's a lot of good stuff I do like about this movie, but there's a lot of stuff where it falls for me. But I got to tell you now, after giving my score, the one thing I held off on that I wanted to bring up is the yeah. end of this fucking movie. Living on room service? No. Well, that'd be pretty sweet. But the whole thing where they're outside. Oh, don't worry. My family's rich. And yeah. then they're dancing outside. I swear to fucking Christ. I was like, literally, while, while I was watching this, like, I'm watching the end of a fucking Hallmark movie right now. What you were watching was I'm a Christmas movie. Punk, a fucking Hallmark movie at the end. Tombstone is a Christmas movie because there were Christmas decorations Apparently in the back. Be. I snow. got Fucking so there you go. <laughs> That's what they felt like. So oh we should have we should have really? done this for December. We no shit. <laughs> this is this is Holland Ball territory. Like, Ball. Ball. Really, this is how this movie ends. Yeah, I know. A it, fucking Hallmark ending. That's why it's a twenty-two and not a twenty-four, man. Jesus. Got a little bit of whitewashing and a Hallmark ending. <laughs> okay. <Wow. laughs> so what's that get? What's that make our scores? Like it's a nineteen. And what, what is a 19 to us? What else would be on par with this masterpiece? Other stuff that got a 19. Fucking genius. Yeah. Well, let's see here. We have Ghostbusters. The last one we did, 18.75. Yeah, I gave that a decent score, like 18 and a half, right? Yes, you did. 10 Things was a 20. Totally different movie, though. I don't know if we have much else on here that's, you know, relates. Yeah, but you know what's uh, funny is Hmm. if you said to me, Mike, we're going to watch Tombstone and 10 Things I Hate About You, I would look forward to them both equally. Okay. Because I could, uh, I like them both a lot and I could see myself enjoying that. That's a good evening. Like I said, Tombstone, I mean, I was not disappointed watching it. So, you know, I will definitely give it that. I am so happy that you liked it. I didn't love it, but I did like it. Yeah. At least I didn't make you watch something like Slackers, right? I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say the, like, it's like, I'm not like, oh my God, why? I wish I had watched this years ago, but I am for the fact that I never got to watch Val Kilmer in this before. That I will say was a bummer that I'm just now watching. You, don't, you didn't understand the, the legend of that. that I'm role. just watching. Now I fucking get it. He tore it up. Yeah. So. Then he does Batman. Yeah, I'm just looking like because we don't have anything else really that relates too much to this. No, we don't. There's nothing all. that relates to this, but but it's more of a serious action, you know. Right. I mean, we That's don't because have... you tend not to want to do serious action movies. I don't like action movies that much. Strangely, we're going to do one again. It might be Val Kilmer month here. <laughs> I'm not a huge action movie person. I'll do. I, I do. There's ones I like, but obviously we're right. gonna do action movies. But and you did the whole the whole uh, Fast and Furious franchise. So. No shit. Never again. We're gonna do that. Fast Ten. That's right. Yeah. We're not doing that though. Uh, we are, but he we're says not. no. But but we're 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 what do they call it? Uh, we're not completionists. Doing, we're no, we're not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't know what you don't understand about that. And you can keep saying we're going to do it. I will not do that fucking movie. 
So that's okay. That's, Wait till we do franchise do Fridays. You can do it yourself. Wait till we do franchise Fridays coming this summer. Mission Impossible. Oh uh, yeah, we'll see about that. So I, I told you I haven't decided on that either. So fuck off. Well, we just did. Hey, uh, well, we did, did you? You realize I don't have to show up to the fucking show, asshole. <laughs> did you? Uh, anything that's, else? Was that that's it? How was that easy all we it have? is for me to not do something? It's just to not fucking do it. Don't don't sound like a baby to the people who listen. I'm so not is like there a any, baby? This is, is the most mature I could possibly be having to do this with you. Is there anything else that you have? Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. We hope no one got any upset stomach, nausea, gas, or diarrhea from listening to this episode. And we do look forward to presenting you another one next week. Do we? Hopefully I won't be sick as fuck that time. Yeah, right. All right. You will be. I will. <laughs>